All right, praise the Lord, everybody, and greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Prophet Alan Brooks here from the Lord, bringing us another message to lead us and to guide us into all truth for his name's sake. Today, it is December the 7th, December the 7th, and now we're still closely moving forward to the year 2021, and it behooves you. very emphatically that you move spiritually closer to the Lord. We're still dealing because the Lord wants you to see and experience and understand that your relationship with him is to mold you and to make you to be the purposeful tool in the mighty hand of God. Now, you must come out of sight and walk by faith because if you go by what you see, you, you, you will be deceived, you, you will stumble. You're going to fall. But the Lord has made a investment in the men and women of God for his divine and specific will for us in this life and in this world today. Watch this. And, and don't be swayed because the Lord has a different calling on Elder Sean. He, he has a different calling on his life or Elder uh, Davenport, Calvin Davenport. His, his calling in the Lord is different from mine and my journey on my path. But we all have to find by the leading of the Holy Ghost, by the leading of the Holy Ghost, you're going to find he's going to move you into who you are called to be. As much as we try to go back into our, our, our isness, who he is, who he was before the Lord called us, that will be impossible. 
when the Lord comes to bring you into your awareness, who you are. Because be, when you were walking in your isness, you thought you was walking in your awareness. Well, even at that time, you didn't even know who you was. You thought your isness was your awareness. And you didn't even know who you were. You still don't know who you are. You don't want to believe it. Because Japheth in his time of deception and lies and trickery and deceit and thievery. They bamboozled you into thinking from what you see in here. That God himself, God himself, read Philippians 2, God himself, we finna see here, that no matter what you see in here, he's coming to move in your earnest. He's coming to tell you and reveal to you who you are and there's nothing else in this earth and in this world that can do that for you, not your mother. Not your father, not your stepdad, not your, not your grandfather, not your grandmother, not, no, no, none of these people can bring you into a place of power, freed from sin, to walk in the power of God, to manifest the glory of God and the wisdom of God and the knowledge of God. What's on the heart of God today, 2020? Nobody can thwart that in a chosen, called person's life. We're still dealing with the message, God and I. God and I, a conflicted soul, a conflicted soul. Your fallen sinful nature is fighting tooth and nail to wake up the dead and to have you walking around looking, which some of you already are, looking like those of the night of the living dead. I guess it's funny now to see and remember how we used to watch those movies. The night of the living dead, Dracula, go out in the middle of the night, sucking the blood out of people. Then you got the werewolf. This guy changes, going just on a rampage, a beastly, anguish rampage just ripping and killing people then you got the mummy blind as a bat strong as an ox well if he bump into and touch he kill it he has no thoughts he has no mind he has no heart he has no feelings that's just like a lot of people out here the wolf the wolf man 
the Loch Ness monsters, the mummies out here, the invisible men, oh Lord, oh my. Y'all acting like y'all invisible, the invisible man. And the Draculas, vampires, those out here will, that will suck you dry. But when it comes to the word, they will not engage you in the understanding and the revelation and the truth behind what is written here in the book. God and I is your next journey. Watch this. In Genesis, well, I'm thinking of the beginning. <laughs> in Exodus, I want to start in chapter number six, and we're going to bring it into seven. And I also want to deal with some things in Exodus chapter 11. Watch this. There's so many pivotal things here. The Emram. Let's start at 20 of, of chapter 6. And Emram took him, Yoshebed, his father's sister's to wife, his father's sister, to wife. And she bare him Aaron and Moses in the years of the life of Emram, watch this, were a hundred and thirty and seven years. A hundred and thirty and seven years years now verse 26 these are that Aaron and Moses notice Aaron is older than Moses but the Lord didn't choose him to be the leader or the, the forerunner to whom the Lord said bring out the children of Israel from the land of Egypt according to their armies According to their armies. These are they which spake to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring out the children of Israel from Egypt. These are that Moses and Aaron. And it came to pass on the day when the Lord spake unto Moses in the land of Egypt which is in Africa, the Lord spake unto Moses saying, I am the Lord. Speak unto the Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I say unto thee. And Moses said unto the Lord, Behold, I am uncircumcised lips. And how shall the Pharaoh hearken unto me? 
Now you'll notice here, here is where you see the conflictingness or the conflicting part or the conflicting soul where Moses, he can't believe. I'm 80 years old. And you want me to go back to Egypt to a Pharaoh and demand that he let my people go? So Moses was in a high place of wavering and doubting the call, the mighty call of the Lord. I'm talking about straight, just him and the Lord. Not a preacher priest to you and a prophet prophesied to you. I'm talking about God Almighty coming to you in the name of Jesus, y'all, today. He ain't coming to you like this. Watch the call. Thou shalt speak all that I command thee. <laughs> Watch this. He said in now chapter 7, And the Lord said unto Moses, See, I have made thee a God to Pharaoh, and Aaron thy brother shall be thy prophet. Thou shalt speak all that I command thee, and Aaron thy brother shall speak unto Pharaoh that he send the children of Israel out of the land and I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt but Pharaoh shall hearken shall not hearken unto you that I may lay my hands upon Egypt and bring forth my armies and my people and the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt by great judgments. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch forth mine hand upon Egypt and bring out the children of Israel amongst them. And Moses and Aaron did as the Lord commanded them, so did they. And Moses, now I, 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 it probably sounded in my last message that I was saying that when Aaron came back, he was 43. No, they both, Moses was 80 and Aaron, his brother was 83. Verse 7 of 7. And Moses was fourscore years old. And Aaron fourscore and three years old. When they spake unto Pharaoh. So Moses lived in Egypt in Africa for 40 years y'all. And it's a little different from you living in Detroit for 40 years and doing nothing. Well, his 40 years was a fulfillment in working and living amongst the pharaohs. Not only that, building the pyramids. He was an architect, he was an engineer. Uh-huh. Moses was a number one man in Egypt before he was exiled 
to go and be prepared for 40 years as a shepherd to come back at 80 to lead the children of Israel out of the world, out of Egypt. Started in Africa. The power of God moving in Africa. The power of God moving in Africa. <laughs> and Moses was fourscore years old, and Aaron fourscore and three years old when they spake unto the Pharaoh. And the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, the Pharaoh shall speak unto you, saying, Show a miracle for you. <laughs> then thou shalt say unto Aaron, Take thy rod and cast it before the Pharaoh, and it shall become a serpent. And it shall become a serpent. Now this rod, this staff, these signs and wonders, and this shall become a serpent. He's saying, be harmless as a dove, but be wise as a serpent. That's, that's the Lord is making your contrast. Don't be like a serpent. In the sense, of its viciousness, its bite, its poisonness, not that. The wiseness of the of the serpent. Be wise. It said that the, the serpent was more subtle than any other creature in the garden. Subtle, wise. Be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. Take thy rod, thy staff, and cast it. You got to have a, a good rod and a good staff when you cast them or you cast it. So that you can't have a weak cast. You got to have a strong cast. So that it doesn't break. And when Moses and Aaron went unto the Pharaoh, and they did so as the Lord had commanded, and Aaron cast down his staff or his rod before Pharaoh. That means you could take your, your staff, this wise group of people, and bring them before great men. And Aaron cast down his rod or his staff before the Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became wise. It became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called Janus and Jambri and called the, called the wise men and the sorcerers. Now the magicians of Egypt 
And they also did in like manner what their, with their enchantments. For they cast down every man his rod. Now, you know that the rod that Aaron had was a chosen rod. It was an almond rod. The rod that he had was chosen. For they cast down every man his rod. And they became serpents. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods or their staff that became serpents. And he hardened Pharaoh's heart that he hearkened not unto them as the Lord had said. So you saying no, and you saying I'm not going to let, I'm not going to release your son, I'm not going to release your wealth, I'm not going to release your firstborn, I'm not going to release your finances. And the Lord will harden their hearts. And these people are going to do as the Lord said. But watch this, watch this. Exodus 11. It's going to be three days of darkness. And the Lord said unto Moses, stretch out thine hand towards the heaven that there may be a darkness over the land of Egypt, which is Africa, even darkness which may be felt. Now, look at all this darkness that y'all feeling. This darkness is so thick that it may be felt. It has to be God and I. You have to go back to God and I. And Moses stretched forth his hands towards the heaven. And there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt. Three days. They saw, they saw not one another. Neither rose any from his place for three days. I told you in the last days, then you don't know what day it is. Then he's asking you to come forth as the wife, but you're walking in the reprobated mind, but you got to go back to God now. Uh-oh. They saw not one another, neither rose any from his place for three days. Two days have passed and you still haven't done nothing. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. But all the children of Israel, all the children of God, all the born again, still has light in this dark world. The Pharaoh called unto Moses and said, Go ye, serve the Lord. Only let your flocks and your herds 
be stayed. Let your little ones also go with you. And Moses said, Thou must give us also sacrifice and burnt offerings that we may sacrifice unto the Lord our God. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and would he when when he would not let them go, and the Pharaoh said, Let them from me. Get thee from me. Take heed to yourselves. You see my face no more, for in the day that thou seest my face, thou shalt die. And Moses said, Thou shalt speak. Thou hast spoken well. I will see thy face again no more. Chapter 11 of Exodus. And the Lord said unto Moses, Yet I will bring one more plague upon the Pharaoh and upon Egypt. Afterwards, he will let you go hence. And when he shall let you go, he shall surely thirst, throw you out hence altogether. Speak now in the ears of the people and let every man borrow of his neighbor and every woman of her neighbor jewels of silver and jewels of gold. And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. The Lord gave the people favor. I'm walking in the favor of the Lord. I have the favor of God on me. During this time of a pandemic, during this time of darkness and evil and vanity and vexation of the spirit. We have favor in the sight of these people, this Japhetic people in the world. In the sight of the Egyptians, and moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt, in the sight of the Pharaoh's servant, and in the sight of the people. And Moses said thus uh, to the Lord, Thus saith the Lord. And Moses said, excuse me, Thus saith the Lord, About midnight I will go out into the midst of Egypt. Y'all questioning. Oh, where did the plague come from? Y'all brought it. It was a special delivery. Y'all ordered it. Y'all still ordering it. No different than you in the house, you ordering DoorDash like you lost your mind, won't cook. You ordered this plague. The only way y'all can get rid of this plague as a door dash. That's why you're going to go in the house. Y'all got to go back to God. I mean the Lord Jesus Christ as your savior and worship him. And submit to him. 
so you can literally go back to God and I. Because God was, for great is the mystery of godliness. For God was manifested in the flesh. Stay right there. And Moses said, thus saith the Lord, about midnight, I will go out unto the mist, into the mist of Egypt, and all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die from the firstborn of the Pharaoh that sitteth upon his throne, even unto the firstborn of the handmaidens is behind the meals and all the firstborn of beasts. He finished shut the whole Egyptian economy down. No more Egypt. No more Egyptian empire. And there shall be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt, such as there was none like it, nor shall be like it any more. But against any of the children of Israel shall no dog move his tongue against man or beast, that you may know how that the Lord doeth put a difference. That's that number two between the Egyptians and the Israelites. That you may know how that the Lord doeth put a difference between the Egyptians or the world and the saints. And all these thy servants shall come down unto me and bow down thyselves unto me, saying, Great is thee and all the people that follow thee. And after that I will go out, and after that I will go out. And he went out from the Pharaoh in a great anger. In the heat of anger, and the Lord spake unto Moses, Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you, that my wonders may be multiplied in the land of Egypt. That's why these, these great people with all this money, that's why they're not listening to the prophet. That's why they're not listening to the preacher. Because the Pharaoh is not hearkening unto Moses as the Lord is telling Moses what to tell the Pharaoh, even though he's telling Moses, the Pharaoh, I'm on the heart in his heart. He's not going to obey because I want to show my signs and my wonders upon Egypt. He said Moses was hot angered. And he went out from Pharaoh in a great anger. Heat of anger is the Hebrew interpretation. And the Lord said unto Moses, Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you that my wonders 
may be multiplied in the land of Egypt. And Moses and Aaron did all these wonders before Pharaoh. And the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart so that he would not let the children of Israel go out of his land. God and I.